0: Joe Biden and the United States will deploy thousands of troops to northern Australia after it has been admitted that war with China is possible while the world is preoccupied with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. We'll talk about this and more as we dedicate today's entire show to answering your questions pertaining to Bible prophecy. It's Open Line Thursday. Do you have a question or comment? Join us by calling one eight seven seven. 3638463 we're going to discuss the two things you're not supposed to talk about politics and religion Welcome to Into the Age. I'm Vince DeGall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877 in time. That's 877 363 8463. Today is a special day. We usually re- reserve Friday for open line, but we are switching it to Thursday this week. I don't know that we've ever done that, Doug, but here we are. Open line Thursday. We are taking today's entire show and dedicating it to your questions. So you get to decide what we are going to talk about. Now, we do have some stories to share while we're waiting on you to call. But if you want to get on, now's the time to join us, 877-363-8463. Doug, there's kind of a huge story out. We're missing an opportunity to really uh, spend the whole hour talking about the significance of this. Joe Biden prepares for a war with China?
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's crazy, man, because we've been talking about wars. Uh, it seems like for a month now, all this stuff that's going on. And uh, and now we see, you, you remember at the first of all this, when we started talking about Russia invading Ukraine, we talked about, well, what could bring us into World War III uh, if this isn't it? And we, we talked about the possibility of China trying to move into Taiwan. Uh, we read a little bit of an article yesterday about China's warning to any country that tries to uh, help Taiwan militarily um, they made that threat um, because they had a meeting with the ambassador of Australia and kind of made that threat out loud to them as well as anyone else, meaning, you know, mainly the United States, I'm sure. Uh, but, yeah, this this has uh, really ramped up quickly because it appears that now they're saying that they they believe that war with China is a very possible thing taking advantage of the situation that's going on with the world in Ukraine and Russia, where everybody's eyes are over there, China may try to uh, take advantage of the situation.
0: Well, we just talked about it, was it yesterday, about um, China maybe invades Taiwan and that anyone that supports it militarily would be uh, dealt with with the... Oh, I don't want to misquote it now, but I'm not remembering exactly what it says. I think it said dire consequences. Something like that. (laughs) Uh, You can go back and check that out. But um, nonetheless, now, a day or so later, Joe Biden announces that 2,000 troops are going to be sent to Australia. And there's already 1,100 there, I believe, Mm -hmm. in the northern region.
1: Because war with China is a possible thing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, to to talk about it in a realistic term, I mean, this is not something that we're just making up. These are articles that we pulled off the Internet. And and I actually got this one. Someone sent it to me yesterday and I didn't get a chance to really look at it until today. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, my goodness, shared it with you. And you're like, we we've got to talk about this. So, you know, here it is. Um, I mean, this we've got an article from two different places Uh, The Daily U.S. Post was the original article I got, and then you had it also from a uh, Daily Mail article. They're like
0: as mainstream as Fox or CNN, so absolutely, um, don't accuse us of pulling some random blog or pulling something from norvellnews.com or something like that. (laughs) Right. Isn't that your side hustle?
1: Yeah, that's me for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: So we will get into that. I don't know if you want to do it now. We've got a few minutes left before our first break.
1: Or if we want to get straight to the phones, you tell me and we'll do it. Uh, let's, let's hit the article and kind of set it up and just kind of let everybody know what we're talking about. And then we'll hit the phones after the break. What do you think?
0: All right. We'll do that. You can join us by calling 877 in time That's 877-363-8463. And the first article from the Daily Mail Um, which is titled, United States will deploy thousands of troops in the Northern Territory after Australia admitted war with China is possible. The story says thousands of American soldiers trained to use surface-to-air missile systems, high-mobility artillery rockets, and unmanned aircraft are bound for Australia as tensions grow with China. The rotational U.S. Marine force of about 2,200 servicemen and women will be based in the Northern Territory. It is the 11th deployment to the top end and for the first time will include 250 U.S. Army personnel. (coughs) Excuse me. Defense Minister Peter Dutton in September warned conflict with China shouldn't be discounted. That's back in September. Mm -hmm. And then again yesterday, he told the U.S. Studies Center Beijing may look to annex Taiwan while the world is preoccupied with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. (coughs) Boy. Yeah. Texas allergies are
1: not to be played with. So I'm I'm dealing with that today. (laughs) Yeah, so in this article we see what they're saying here is that it's a a very good possibility. The article goes on and it talks about, like Vince was saying, the article uh, that we got also from Daily Mail talked about the possibility uh, being even greater than, than what this article talks about. And in this article, we didn't put the whole thing here. But in this article, they talk about the submarines that uh, Australia has. If you know anything about the Chinese military, they, they have a lot of nuclear subs. Uh, Australia, they don't make nuclear subs. But from the article, I believe that we are even sending some of our nuclear subs over there to help them out. And when I say a nuclear sub, one of the things a nuclear sub does is it allows that sub to go uh, for a longer time underwater underwater and travel longer than a regular sub that would be, I guess, fueled by, um, you know, some other type of fuel. But the nuclear power on the submarine allows it to be faster, uh, to uh, deploy longer, and to uh, be able to stay under the water longer and and be avoided from uh, being seen from above. So interesting things because we know uh, China has a large um, number of those nuclear subs, and now Australia's going to have some there, too, along with some of our military heading there now. Interesting. So, Doug, we
0: all know what happened in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. Many say Biden can't be taken seriously. Is he actually going to do anything about any of this stuff? That's been one of the things talked about worldwide is, if China tries to invade Ukraine, or excuse me, Taiwan, is joe biden in the united states going to actually do anything or will we well Well, here's the bell ringing
1: should (laughs) we take this seriously well you know we do have troops deployed in other places like poland right now uh, but we really hadn't done anything in the ukraine so i don't know at this point it's hard to say what this administration will do
0: all right well we will talk about this and more on the other side of the break Join us by calling 877-IN-TIME, 877-363-8463. Right now, there are tens of thousands of Jewish immigrants stranded in Ukraine as Russia invades city after city with no regard for human life. 3,000 Jews are ready to return to Israel today. The need for evacuation, shelter, flights, and emergency housing nearly $10 million. The Jews in Ukraine need your help. If half of you gave just $250 toward this need, it would be met in full today. Please consider giving to help Jews safely escape Ukraine. To give or learn more, go to com slash Ukraine or call 800 intime. That's intime.com slash Ukraine or 800-363-8463.
2: Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. I'm Ben Stegall here with Doug Norvell. Uh, we are doing Open Line Thursday, so what we'll be talking about is whatever you would like. You can call and ask your question or give a comment. We'll do our best to provide clarity um, as good as we can. The number to join us is 877-IN-TIME, eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. 363 8463 Now, the reason we are doing Open Line Thursday instead of the normal Open Line tomorrow is because Devorah from the Jewish Agency will be joining us on the show tomorrow, and uh, we're very excited. She will be here in person, sitting right here between Doug and I, and so we are going to be able to ask her some questions. We're going to be able to get her perspective on what's going on with the Jewish Agency and talk a little bit about End Times' relationship with them. Uh, We go back so many years now. She and Irvin um, always hit it off very well and when we would go over to Israel and take our tours through the Jewish Agency. As far as I understand Right now, I think we are the only Christian group that had the opportunity to do that. They just don't open that up to anyone. And they actually have a, a plaque honoring Irvin Baxter and End Time Ministries in the Jewish agency. So it's quite remarkable how the Lord has opened up these doors for us to be in relationship with her. And so she's here in Texas, and she reached out to us and said, if you have any openings, I'd love to come by End Time. And I said, well... We'd love to have you on the show and you know, be able to give our partners an update on on what all is going on. We do intend to um, give her a check or at least um, uh, communicate with her what has been donated. If she prefers us to wire it, we can do that. But nonetheless, we prefer to um, uh, share with her a contribution that's been raised through you all. We've told you about what's going on in Ukraine with the Jewish immigrants trying to get back to Israel You all have given to that, which has been so amazing. Uh, We're so thankful that you have uh, contributed to that cause, and so we intend to share that with her tomorrow on the show. So um, you will want to be here for that. It's tomorrow at 3 p.m., like every weekday, so be sure to tune in for that. But that's why we're doing open line today, and we always love doing open line because you get to call and give your perspective, and um, we just don't know what it's going to be about, so that's kind of fun to do. Um, Also, I do want to remind you that Dave and Jana uh, Robbins and Judy Baxter will be in Plymouth, Michigan this weekend for a conference. It'll be Saturday night, Sunday morning. Dave will be teaching um, the night session there and the morning session. So you want to make sure to attend if you're in the Detroit, Michigan area. You can go to endtime.com slash events to learn more about the venue and any other details you may need. If you prefer to talk to someone on the phone, you can do that by calling 800-IN-TIME. But the number to join us on the air right now is 877-IN-TIME, so give us a call. We'd love to get you on. Let's go to Florida first. Anna, welcome to End of the Age.
3: Hi, I was just wondering if you all still still believe America is the wings of a great eagle and that it... America will turn around because of the way it looks with what's going on, and also if I can speak in one more question, do you believe this is the World War Three in the you know Revelation 9 chapter verse 13? And I'll go off and hear the answer.
1: All right. Well, thank you, Anna, for the question. Uh, The answer to your first question about the eagle's wings, we do still very much believe that the eagle. Uh, is representative of the United States of America. And we get this question uh, all the time, especially with what's going on right now in the world. So let me just address that for a second. For those who may not understand why we uh, believe this and, and why we teach this, it's because of the beast in Daniel 7. And so Daniel describes four different beasts there in Daniel 7. And the first one was a lion that had eagle's wings. And Daniel watched until the eagle's wings were plucked out of this lion and it was made to stand up on the feet of a man and the man's heart was given to it. So we know that the United States of America came from Great Britain. Great Britain's symbol animal is the lion. And we know that the United States symbol is the eagle. So when we see the eagle's wings being plucked out, we see it uh, being given the feet of a man. Uh, We know that our other symbol is Uncle Sam. Uh, during World War II, that symbol became the the big thing that you would see on the posters. Uh, the, the USA, Uncle Sam needs you. Um, so that's where um, we believe that that ties in. And also, a heart of man given to the wings of the eagle. We know that we have a humanitarian heart where we will go into devastated areas and help rebuild these places even after war and things like that. So... That's why we believe that. There were other beasts in there in Daniel. There was a bear with three ribs in his mouth. There was a four-headed leopard. Uh, We know that the bear represents Russia. We know right now it appears that the bear is on the move. Uh, The uh, German uh, leopard is what we believe the leopard signifies. There's four heads on that leopard. The uh, scripture tells us that the heads represent how many times uh, dominion is given to that uh, animal. And so uh, Germany is now in its fourth right, explains the four heads. And then there's another beast that Daniel saw uh, representing what we believe is the revived Holy Roman Empire. I can't go into all that teaching today, but it has ten horns. On that beast, and it's great and mashes up everything that it, it comes in contact with and destroys everything. So we see that in Daniel, there are four separate beasts. but in Revelation 13, one and two, they've all come together, and John sees this beast rising up out of the sea and it says that it has seven heads, ten horns the body of a leopard, the mouth of a lion, and the feet of the bear, and that the dragon gives it its power, its seat, and its great authority. We understand that to be the world government. Well, in that world government, the only thing missing from Daniel 7 is the eagle's wings that we watched be plucked out, that Daniel saw plucked out. Those wings are in the chapter right before this. And remember, in the Bible, uh, originally, there weren't chapter breaks And so this would explain why we believe that it's talking about the United States of America. We see the war in heaven happen. We see the devil cast out of heaven and his angels with him. And then he goes after Israel. And he begins to go after Israel right at the time that the great tribulation will happen. So around the time of the abomination and desolation, when Jesus said in Matthew 24, when you see that, let those be in Judea, flee. That's when this war will happen and the devil will then go after Israel and the tribulation will start. But it says that she is helped by the great wings of an eagle where she is taken into her place and she's nourished for a time, times in the dividing of time. Well, we believe that those wings are the United States of America and we are the only military in the world that has a military base right alongside the Israeli base there in Jerusalem. And it just so happens it is our United States Air Force that is uh, on that base and that we have also been um, selling them and helping them learn all the tricks about the F-35 jets that we have. That's one of the best jets in the air right now as far as what we understand. And we've helped Israel with that too. So there's a lot of things that tie into that. Uh, that are going on worldly, but we also see it scripturally, that make us believe that. So that's the number one question she asked. All right. Uh, her second question, I can't even remember now what it was. Um, World War Three. Ah, there you are. You're still there. <laughs> World War Three. Yes, this could possibly. We don't think that it is right now. Um, well, I'm wondering, the
3: three, bear, the three ribs I, we always possibly thought
1: of nations. Could the three ribs be World War III? I mean, it's quite possibly that the three ribs haven't been um, haven't been exposed yet, that we don't know what they are. I mean, we don't have anything in Scripture that tell us for certain what they are. We've thought before that they were some providences that Russia had taken over from China, or they could be uh, some other provinces within uh, the USSR that they took over. But it could be that this war is part of the uh, fulfillment of that. We just don't know yet um, because there's no scripture that really tells us. But this could possibly turn into that war, especially yeah. with the scenario we're talking about today, Anna, with uh, China getting involved yeah. and, and going into Taiwan. And they are also threatening nuclear wars as much as Putin is. So we could see it escalate very quickly.
3: I know online we see a lot of things about prepping and a lot of get ready and all this stuff on a lot of that online and it's almost like God's warning us to be prepared. But that's my thoughts and I'll go and listen on the other end. Thank you so much. God bless.
0: Uh-huh, thank you. Thank you, Anna. God bless you. Um, all right, Doug, Sh- uh, Sharon follows us on Facebook. Uh, you can search in Time Ministries. We're End Time Inc. on Facebook. So. Uh, go there and like us with several hundred other thousands of people um, that do. And she wants to know, uh, she heard us say that Gog and Magog are China and Russia.
1: Or she she heard someone else say that. What do you say? Yeah, w- well, we we haven't ever thought that it was China and Russia. Now, Russia is involved in that. And we have talked about how Russia is involved. We talked about it uh, a few weeks ago when we kind of broke down The Gog and Magog and Armageddon. So this war, the the Gog and Magog war, just to kind of clear that up for people, that war is not what we're witnessing here. That war is the Battle of Armageddon. And we talked about it yesterday. There's several things within Ezekiel 38 and 39 that show us uh, that this is the same war that's taken place at the uh, second coming of Jesus Christ, which is the Battle of Armageddon is when that's going to happen. So we, we believe and we teach from Scripture that Gog and Magog is the same thing as the Battle of Armageddon. Now Gog and Magog are terms that are generally used in the Bible to identify the evil forces that oppose God. So... In Ezekiel 38, you've got a Gog and Magog war. And then in Revelation chapter 20, after Satan's loosed for a while and goes back into the world to deceive the nations, there's also a Gog and Magog war at the end there in Revelation 20. This Gog and Magog from uh, Ezekiel 38 and 39 are not the same Gog and Magog that's in Revelation 20. So uh, it's just a general term that means the evil forces that oppose God. However, there are some things that uh, we can look at that help us to understand this. Like one of the things uh, with uh, the prophetic significance of God, Gog is that it's the leader of the Russian invasion into Israel. And Magog, uh, Tubal, and Meshach are actually modern-day Russia. Those are words that are used for that. but. Uh, Tubal and Meshech were sons of Japheth who settled south of the Black Sea and it's generally understood that the name Moscow is derived from their tribal name Meshech. So that's where we see that. Uh, and then the other countries that are involved in that, uh, in the Gog and Magog are Russia and Islamic countries like um, Iran because Persia is one of them that it talks about. Uh, it could have... Uh, Northern Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, Kush is like Ethiopia and Sudan. Uh, Put is uh, Libya and possibly uh, Algeria. And then Gomer is Eastern Europe. And the house of Togomar, uh, we believe, is Turkey. So those are the tribes that come down at that war. But that's going to be the Battle of Armageddon when they come against Israel specifically and invade Israel for the Battle of Jerusalem. Very well. All right, let's go to Tony in
0: Tennessee. Tony, welcome to End of the Age. Well,
4: uh, I've been a long time listener and been watching your program very for a good long while now. And my question is: Do you think that Biden is just talking about entering into this thing with China, the war, going to battle against China? Just so he can get reelected again to make it look like he's really going to do something when he hadn't done nothing all this other time, you know. So I, I, I just don't understand it, you Well, know, uh, until this happened here recently. Now, uh, like I say, I've been watching y'all for a good long time. Enjoy your program and love it, and I'll just sit back and listen to the answers and uh, to the rest of the show. Thank you very
5: much. Thanks, Tony, Tony. for
0: listening for so long. You know, I'm kind of, you know, I'm there with Tony. I feel like I'm on the front porch with him. You know, (laughs) I'm going, COVID's gone away. It's election time. Mm -hmm. You know, not necessarily a presidential election, but there's other elections going on. COVID's no longer a problem. We're beefing things up militarily, it seems. What in the
1: world's going on? Yeah, Yeah, Give us clarity, please. (laughs) Man, I wish I could give you some clarity. (laughs) And I wish I knew what what the plan was. One thing we do know, Vince, is that uh, we're dealing with right now a party that is very much a a uh, global-minded, one-world government-minded party. That's what – I mean, Biden ran on the slogan Build Back Better – Uh, We showed the other day that Build Back Better was actually designed by the U.N. back in 2004. So for that long, they've been talking about Build Back Better. We showed how many other world leaders that have been through Klaus Schwab's school of the uh, Young Global Leaders School talked about Build Back Better. Well, that's the format that Biden ran on. And so he's very much a globalist. He's very much a one-worlder. And Right now, it seems like he's just lockstep with the, the one world order. And he's just trying to play out the next thing that can force this great reset. And it feels like that's what's coming. You know, the Bible tells us the, the many different things to look at, Vince. In Matthew 24, Jesus said, you've you got to watch for wars and rumors of wars, famines, pestilence, earthquakes. Well, we've got all that going on right now. And, and so it, it is a time where if you didn't understand and somebody took the Bible out of context, you could be very f- afraid and, and be losing your mind right now, wondering what's going on. But, you know, like Tony said, I'm not sure what the agenda is behind everything because we have troops in other places, yet we've done nothing. So a lot of this could just be for show like Tony was talking about. Maybe it's for show to scare people. Maybe it's for show to get reelected.
0: All right. We will talk more about this and take your calls after the break. You can join us at 877-END-TIME. That's 877-363-8463. If you are coming from Will Johnson's show, we'll get you right on. So give us a call.
5: Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty?
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We're seeing on the chat that a lot of people are joining us from uh, Will Johnson's show, so that was what my comment was about right before the break. If you are from Will Johnson's show and you want to call in, we'll we'll try to get you right in uh, on the air with us and answer your questions to the best of our ability. Um, it is a special open line Thursday due to tomorrow's special programming, so Uh, we are uh, talking about whatever you want to talk about now we did start the show with an opening story on the united states deploying thousands of troops um, to the northern territory of australia because of the admittable uh, possibility of war with china and so we went into that earlier if you're just now joining want to learn more about that you'll have to rewind to the beginning of the show to get that we talked about it for the first 10 minutes or so but now we're talking about whatever you want to talk about. So let's get right back to the phones, Doug. Let's go to Darlene in Oklahoma. Darlene, welcome to End of the Age.
6: Hey. Hi, y'all. Hey, Darlene. Um, so
0: good to hear from you.
6: Yeah, good to hear from you, too. I mean, talk to you. I yeah. watch you almost every day. But anyway, um, the, the bear with those ribs in his mouth, I have heard, I don't know if Urban said it or not, but... That he'll devour devour much flesh. That's how it was interpreted by somebody. I have heard that before, that the bear will devour much flesh. Yeah. And then you said something about we could be in World War III and not know it. And China, I mean, Putin is, like, taking applications from other, uh, I think, Iran or other countries to soldier his army. And... um, People for, are volunteering to fight in Ukraine from different countries. I mean, it's it's like the world is fighting. I don't know. I just it's just a thought.
1: Well, and it back? definitely says that, Darlene, In scripture, it says that the bear will de- devour much flesh. And oh. I mean, we've we've seen Russia do that throughout uh, time. You know, they've done that. As long as there's been a russia that's kind of been a conquest there. that's why when we talk about the four horsemen and we talk about communism being that red horse and it has a sword and it conquers and that's that's one of the things that um communist countries do and so uh you know in this in this fight between Russia and the ukraine it it is being um, you know shown to us that Ukraine are these poor innocent people that are being attacked by this big nation and and all these people are dying in this war and so that's what we're seeing in our media of course and that's what's being reported uh the the thing is is that there neither one of these governments are great governments they're they're both uh corrupt and there's a lot of things that go on that we don't know about even in our country our Ukraine. country's corrupt yeah and and so we're what the thing that i guess makes my alarm bells go off that this is world war uh three is that they're they're taking this leader in the ukraine and they're making him out to be a hero and uh and they're really putting him out there and he's appealing to the whole world and we've had many people ask hey could he be the antichrist and so yeah,
6: i prayed for him
1: yeah and there's a possibility yeah. this guy could be that he could be the Antichrist. He could wind up being that because they're pushing this in a way where we know that war, that six trumpet war, is going to be what ushers in the New World Order. We we can we can just look at things and understand how that would be very easy to happen. And so anyway, just when we talk about Russia and the bear and what they're doing, I just ask everybody to to take that uh cautiously because we don't know everything yet. We don't know all the details yet. And so before we can go saying, yes, this is World War III or this is that and this is that, we just got to be real careful because we've got to have all our information together, and that's why I'm so careful. You know, when somebody asks me that, I don't want to just say, oh, yeah, this is that because we don't know yet. We just don't know. But pieces are falling together that sure does make you have to raise your eyebrows and start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Well, and I
6: just thought, you know, the mysteries. Some things of God are in mysteries, and we have to really be, you know, focused and to see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To to have the mysteries revealed. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's one thing. You know, I mean, uh, we we just look at those scriptures and then uh, see what's happening in the world, and it does appear like things are beginning to be revealed. There's a lot going on right now, no doubt about mm-hmm. it.
6: Okay. Well, um, I wanted to ask Vince. When is the baby due? When is when, are you, when is your baby due?
0: About six when, weeks from now, roughly. Okay. Have our third All right third child in six <laughs> weeks. It's coming very very quickly.
6: Yeah, it is okay. Well, congratulations and thanks, uh, guys, for being on. We Thank need you. it.
0: Thanks, darling. We need
6: y'all on there.
0: Thank you. God have bless. you. Day. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, we love darling. We've been connected to her for. Uh, some time now, and uh, she's very, very kind, and it's always enjoyable to talk to her. Right. Thank you, Darlene. We do have some open lines at eight seven seven three six three eight four six three. Let's get back to the next call, Earl in Florida. Welcome to End of the Age.
4: Well, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, I uh, my uh, my comment and question <laughs> is on uh, Second Thessalonians chapter two. Uh, where it says, first off, I'd like to preface, I'm 78 years old, I've been a Christian for 46 years, and I've been studying the end times, and I, just like Brother Baxter, was taught that pre-trib was the correct uh, doctrine, and the Lord, uh, uh, along the way, has shown me that that the pre-trib is not, and I believe Second Thessalonians chapter 2,
0: Earl, you're ruffling some feathers now. You know.
4: <laughs> well, uh, I believe sec- I believe the word of God, and all the people that believe uh, that the pre-trib is the correct uh, is the correct doctrine, they don't teach or preach on Second Thessalonians chapter two because Paul says, "Don't be deceived," and there are millions of believers who are deceived. And
0: Earl, we've we've lost you. It kind of sounds like you've entered a tunnel. (laughs)
4: Earl,
0: your your phone is... I don't think he can hear us either. Earl, are you still there? All right, we better put Earl on hold. Maybe we can get him, uh, get that squared away and get him back on. Sorry about that, Earl. We will try to bring you back here in a few moments. Let's go to... Don in Michigan. Don, welcome to Into the Age.
7: Hello. Nice to talk to you guys again. I have a question, and it's kind of a two-part question. Can you see China and Russia going against the USA and then um, Magog and Garg happening since the countries by Israel are kind of getting prepared and are against Israel and Iran is allies with Russia. Also, Russia and Iran don't see Israel being part of Golden Heights or is recognized and want it spoils as well
1: as is going against Israel. Well, Don, one thing for sure is, like I said before, we we believe that Gog and Magog is the Battle of Armageddon, and so this is definitely not that battle because we're not there yet. That's going to happen at the end of that final seven years at the return of Jesus Christ. But what this could turn out to be is that Six trumpet war, and we yeah that's what I meant yeah we don't see we we don't see China in. Uh, in prophecy for the end time world government. When we look at that revelation 13, one and two, a lot of people have said that the dragon there is China, but it's not. It specifically tells us in uh, revelation chapter 12, nine, that the dragon is Satan. And, uh, and so we know that Satan is what gives that world power. It's seat, it's power and great authority. Uh, right. We don't see China there. So, China will be very much involved with the Sixth Trumpet War, I I have to believe, because if they're not mentioned in uh, the end times there in that world government, being as strong as they are right now militarily and and even economically, uh, I believe that they'll have to take some kind of damage to where they're not a threat anymore or a world power enough to be uh, considered a threat anymore in the world. And uh, so I I believe that they'll be involved in that six trumpet war. Now, if this was to turn into that, uh, you know, it this could be what we're seeing. The thing is, is we've been hearing this, uh, you know, these war drums being banged about Taiwan for a long time. And China is sensing a weakness, I believe, in the United States right now. They saw what happened in Afghanistan. They're watching what's happening in the Ukraine. They're seeing this leader in the Ukraine cry out to the United States yesterday, uh, to our House and our Senate, and and ask uh, the United States to get more involved than they are right now. If we do that, if we get involved in this war, it's going to be the two most powerful nuclear countries at war. And right. that's what right now I believe that uh, Biden is trying to uh, to keep from doing. And and I give him a little bit of kudos for that, because, I mean, at least he's keeping us out of something that could escalate very quickly. He's trying to help in other ways, but he's trying to keep the military out of the way.
7: Um, you know, because Russia... There's a good possibility of you know us two nuclear powers going at it or whatever, and Russia possibly doing that to the United States. Well, I think it, I think um, in the sixth, in the, when uh, Russia goes against Israel, um, that we wouldn't be helping Israel at that time. So could that could that possibly be because uh, Russia went against us, and then after they go against us, they could go down and do what they were going to do with Israel.
1: Yeah, we. That's one of those things that, like you know, I talked about before with us believing that the the wings of the eagle are America there in Revelation chapter 12 verse right. 14. We, something's going to happen to where we're going to be pulled back out of that one world government because if we're involved in the one world government and if we're part of the digital ID and the mark of the beast and all the things that they're talking about, if we don't get a leader that pulls us out of all that, then we wouldn't be able to help Israel because all they'd have to do is put sanctions on everybody uh, you know, through some type of uh, mark of the beast system and then we wouldn't be able to help Israel. The only way that I believe we're going to be able to help Israel is if we get a leader in place, that's going to pull us out of the world government, like what Donald Trump had started doing. He, he started taking us out of these world government uh, setups that had been put in place before him. And if, if we get another leader like that, that pulls us out of the one world government and we become uh, more self sustaining here in the United States, then we would be able to do what we believe the Bible says we're going to do in Revelation 12, 14. Yeah,
7: because, you know, it does mention that we're, you know, we're not part of that system. So Yeah. yeah I truly believe that as well.
1: Yes, sir. All right, Don, well, thank right. you very much. We appreciate your call today. Hey, thanks. Right.
7: You guys too.
0: All right, Doug, we have uh, just over a minute left, so I don't want to bring someone in. Um, so I will ask a question from Facebook. Annabelle wants to know: Is there any difference in Ukraine or Taiwan? Any difference? We were talking about the invasions that's going on, and she asked that question. Uh, I don't have
1: any context outside of that. Okay, I I don't know exactly what the how she's asking the question or what she means by that, but. Some people believe that there is a significance between the two invasions if they were to happen. Uh, I I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, I I know I read the articles that people send me. I I see the things that people put on social media. So I I look at all that because that's my job and that's what I do. But as far as knowing for certain, yeah, this is what China is getting ready to do. I have no idea. We just know they've wanted Taiwan to be part of China again uh, for a very long time.
0: All right, we'll be right back after the break to answer more of your questions. I know the lines have been full, but we just had two open up. So if you've been trying to get through, uh, give us a call now, 877 Time.
8: I've been part of the in Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with End Time to help get the message of our soon-coming king out to the world. Call us at 1-800-END-TIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner.
0: Welcome back to End of the Age. Vince Diego here with Doug Norvell. Today is Open Line Thursday because tomorrow we have a special guest on the show, Devorah from the Jewish Agency. You do not want to miss tomorrow's show. It's going to be a wonderful time. She will be live in the studio with us, so we're excited about that. Um, But today's the day to ask your questions. I don't want to delay it uh, aside from reminding you to go to endtime.com slash events because we will be in Plymouth, Michigan this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, if you're in the Detroit area, we'd love to have you out. The conference is totally free. You don't have to register. It's first come, first serve. So go to endtime.com slash events, um, or you can call us at 800-363-8463. All right, let's get back to Earl. Uh, Earl, are you there? Yes,
4: uh, I'm here. Uh, sorry for what happened. Uh,
0: All good.
4: My comment, my comment was on 2 Thessalonians Uh, chapter 2, where Paul clearly says that two things must occur before uh, 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 there must be a great falling away and the man of sin has to be revealed before the Lord is going to gather us back to him, which kind of blows the pre-trib theory out of the water. And my comment was uh, that because there are millions who believe that pre-trib uh, doctrine, that what's going to happen to them when they see the man of sin come on the scene? Is that what's going to cause the great falling away?
1: Hmm. Well, you know, Earl, we we teach here and believe that the great falling away has actually already happened during the uh, Dark Ages. And, uh, you know, Paul kind of talked about it. He alluded to it. Uh, When you look at Colossians chapter 2, he talked about how people would come in with traditions of men and uh, they would, uh, in another uh, book, I think it's Ephesians, where he talks about they would be like wolves in sheep's clothing that would come in among the church and begin to teach false doctrine and people would begin to fall away that way. So we believe that that happened. There was a lot of things that happened during the Dark Ages where Uh, You know, a lot of people were persecuted for just translating the the word of God into common man's language and things like that. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, one of the things that we see that people are going to be deceived by is if this uh, man of sin, when he's revealed, you know, he's going to come in as the Messiah on this uh, platform of peace and, and trying to bring the world together. And so uh, a lot of people are going to be deceived because of that. But I also believe that, I mean, you're 100% correct on that scripture and what it's talking about because chapter or verse 1 there says, uh, you know, I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of the Lord Jesus and by our gathering together unto him. That's definitely talking about being gathered together in the Lord in the rapture. and uh, And so... When he says that that man of sin's got to be revealed, that goes right along with Jesus' teachings in Matthew 24 uh, when he says that the great tribulation starts when that man of sin is revealed. He talks about the abomination and desolation. And then he says there shall be great tribulation. Well, verse 29 through 31 in Matthew 24 says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be dark and the moon will not give his light. Stars will fall from heaven's uh, there'll be great earthquake. He'll send his angels together, his elect. So it lets us know that there is a time and things for us to watch for. Hopefully, people that see that final seven years began and that temple being built, those pre-trib people will begin to understand they've got to rethink their thoughts about tribulation.
0: All right. Well, thank you for your call, Earl. All right, thank you for your call, Earl. Uh, I don't know if we've lost you or or what, but nonetheless, we appreciate you uh, supporting End Time Ministries, being a longtime listener, and giving us a call. Uh, let's go to Deanna in South Carolina. Deanna, welcome to End of the Age.
9: Hey, Vince, how are you guys?
0: We are well. How are you?
9: I'm great. So nice to hear from you guys. Um, I um emailed Vince. I think not Vince. Doug last week. Um, about the whole digital ID in America. I saw not long ago you guys posted that Biden would look, signed a deal with the whole cryptocurrency thing, wanting to look into crypto. How would you think America is going to play into the whole Great Reset and the whole digital ID facet, facet with the whole thing if, since he signed that now? It looks like we're turning into that type of country
1: now. Well, I mean, you know, he's very much on board with that, uh, Deanne. He wants to push us into that. He wants everybody to have this national ID as well. He wants everybody to be vaccinated and have the national ID, have your vaccination information on there. Everything that the world government is pushing right now, Biden is for. And so when he's talking about digital currency, I mean, just think about it. Like, what was it only a few months ago he issued Uh, that he wanted the IRS to track every person in America's bank account. And, uh, you know, he he talked about that, and he tried to put a bill in place for that. And so he's very much a one-worlder, and he's going to try to push us into that. There's going to be, you know, probably a lot of pushback in that, and it's going to take something really to get that passed because the whole situation there, I think there's enough people uh, that understand that this could lead us to a situation like what happened uh, in Canada, when the government is uh, at odds with you for whatever reason they can just stop your bank account when we move to a digital id system that 's going to become easier, and I think that this is one of those things where a line's going to be drawn in the sand, and people are going to begin to push back on that like they 've done against the the vaccine. Uh, there's been a lot of people that said the government should not be able to mandate to us that we have to take a vaccine, and there's been a lot of pushback. They talked big about it at first, but now we're starting to see that disappear because so many people have stood up against it, and I think that's what we'll see with this digital ID as well.
9: Oh, well, wow. So you don't think that that will be the mark and we will not be under the mark? people were? Because I'm just afraid for my sister's because they're very pro for it, because of convenience, like you guys were saying, and that just, we pray for their souls daily, so.
1: Well, one good thing that we know for sure about the Mark of the Beast is that's not going to happen until that Great Tribulation uh, begins, because the Antichrist will have to be revealed, and the false prophet will also be revealed, because he's the one that's going to force everybody to worship Uh, the image of the beast and to take his mark. And so those those two will have to be revealed, and we know that the revealing of the man of sin doesn't happen until we're halfway into that final seven years. So we haven't even started the final seven years yet. But when we get there, three and a half years into that is when he'll be revealed, and then we can begin to to understand more about what the mark of the beast is going to look like.
9: Okay. All right. Thank you so much.
1: All right, thank you.
0: All right, Doug, we're running out of time, and we've got a lot of calls. So uh, for everyone that is a caller, when we bring you on, if you can get right to your question, we want to be able to answer everyone today if possible. So we'd appreciate if you get straight to the question. Uh, Let's test it out now, Doug. Let's go to Matthew in Georgia. Matthew, welcome to End of the Age. Matthew, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Welcome to the show. You're on the air.
4: Thank you. Um, the Russian Ukraine invasion. Um, could Russia be invading Ukraine to
1: get to Rome, to help empire Rome? Hmm. I haven't ever even looked at it like that, Matthew. I, I For think. I
4: just on the other side of uh, Ukraine. I looked on the map
1: uh-huh. yesterday. Well, here's the yeah. thing because we know that the revived Holy Roman uh, empires is. Actually, it's the EU and that's that's who Russia's kind of pushing back against right now Uh, with, you know, the EU has put huge sanctions on Russia. Uh, So I I don't know that he would be doing anything to help the Holy Roman Empire uh, gain power. I I think that anything that Putin is doing right now is for Putin and for the Russian uh, people and for communism. I I don't uh, I don't know that he would be doing it for any other cause than that. But it's interesting that, you know, I mean, when we talk about the EU, we know at some point Russia is going to be a very much a part of this one world government. Now, I don't know if the world leader that comes up that will be the Antichrist will be over uh, Russia or where he'll come from. We just know he's going to come from Europe somewhere. And and so right now I I don't see Russia kind of pushing an agenda for that, uh, for the EU or the Holy Roman Empire right now. I think it's all about Putin and about communism, really.
0: If they were headed for Rome, they certainly wouldn't do it on the ground through Ukraine. There's a lot of other countries to get through. So they would go a different route, I would imagine. Yeah.
4: Okay. I still appreciate it.
0: Yes, sir. Thank you, Matthew, for your call. We very much appreciate it. Uh, Laurie in Kansas, welcome to End of the Age.
2: Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, I'm I'm confused. I might just not know my geography very well, but I always thought the 6th Trumpet War was going to come from the Middle East region around the Great River Euphrates, and now I'm thinking, oh, with this Russia China thing, um, it could be it. So, could you clarify for me?
1: Well, we we lean that way as well, and that, so that's one of the reasons why we've said from the the start of this, that we don't know that it's the Sixth Trumpet War and that there were certain things that would have to happen before it could become that. This, in and of itself, this invasion of Ukraine, is not that Sixth Trumpet War. You're correct. The Bible says those four angels are bound in the great river Euphrates. So one of the things that we've always believed is that it would happen in that area is where it would start because of the fact that that's where the Euphrates River is. But a possibility <clears throat> is that those angels are like the spirits of the horsemen, that they can go out and influence people in other regions of the world. Russia, China, and Iran have an have a, uh, allied pact together where they stand together in that region. There's Russian troops in uh, Syria and in Iran in that whole Euphrates River area. There's Chinese troops in the same region because they are allies with Iran. Now, we've seen Iran do some things too over the weekend when they bombed close to an embassy, saying that it was a rebuttal against Israel. Uh, And so it's just right now, everything's very volatile, and we're just watching it. Um, This is not the Sixth Trumpet War. I'm going to say that again. Mm -hmm. But could it turn into that? It looks like very easily it could if we have... Russia, China, and Iran all rising up at the same time to take advantage of the situation that's began in Russia and the Ukraine.
6: Okay, that, that's what I figured. I,
2: I just
1: Your geography's good, Laurie.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> yeah, your geography <laughs> is good.
2: <laughs> and I just want to say real quick, and I'll let you go, Earl was right on. You know, I got saved in 1988 in a pre-trib rapture church. And as soon as I read 2 Thessalonians, I'm going, they're wrong. <laughs> this is not going to happen. So, There's been a lot of people ministry. get saved
0: in the pre-trib service, I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That rapture might happen thank any you second. your
9: ministry. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. God bless you, Laurie. Thank you so much for you giving us the call. Doug, unbelievably, we're out of time. We hate that we can't get to every call, but <clears throat> that's just what happens when we're dealing with the clock. So, yeah. We do appreciate everyone calling today. To lie. I've got one more comment from Facebook that I do want to share. Okay. Gloria says, Doug, you are such an awesome speaker, teacher, and just simply know your stuff. Wow. It comes from your heart and in your mind. Thank you, thank you. So easy to follow.
1: Wow, thank you I very couldn't much. agree more, Gloria. I appreciate that, Gloria.
0: All right, we'll be back tomorrow at 3 p.m. with a special guest, Devorah, from the Jewish Agency in Jerusalem, Israel. She'll be in studio with us live, so we're very excited about that. Uh, Stay tuned. We'll be here at endtime.com and on all social media, that show. You can watch us at watch.endtime.com on demand.